welcome to Brewing Success, where growth is the mission, change is the reward, and progress is the goal. I am your host, Andrea Gebhardt. I'm a former educator turned passionate entrepreneur whose desire to create impact has never wavered. I have spent the last decade teaching, mentoring, and coaching people on how to create success in their lives and businesses with proven strategies and systems that not only bring about change, but big results. When it comes down to it, teaching is my specialty, leadership is my jam, and inspiring you to live a bigger, fuller life is what I'm all about. This podcast will give you the knowledge and tools you need to brew success in almost any area of your life. You're going to walk away each week feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to step outside your comfort zone and into the next level of who you're meant to be. Now let's get into today's episode. When it comes to leadership, we already know that confidence, action, belief, the right mindset, determination, consistency, and discipline are all required. These are often talked about in reference to leadership because if a leader lacks these things, it won't be long before they have nothing to lead. Understand that a leader leads in many different ways. A true leader leads from the front. This means that they go first, they take the risks, they fail forward, they're willing to put their neck on the line for the greater good of the organization, they're willing to make personal sacrifices, they're the first to arrive they're the last to leave. They focus on service of others over service of their personal interests. Leaders who lead from the front are admired and respected not because of their position in leadership, but because of their beliefs and their position on leadership. A great leader leads by example, meaning they never teach or tell people to do the things they do not do. In fact, this right here is a core principle of my leadership beliefs. I even have a post-it note as a reminder on my computer, and it's literally been there for over a decade. It says, never teach what you don't do first. This is a big one. Too many times I see leaders out there who lead in theory, meaning they're using old ideas and strategies that may have worked at some point for some other person or they're teaching the things or telling people to do the things that they themselves do not do. And this drives me absolutely crazy. You have a responsibility as a leader to know that the strategy works and delivers results because you've already tried it. You've worked through the kinks, you've tested it, and you can bring it to the table with the proof that it is the direction the team needs to take. If you aren't doing the things that are coached and taught and considered essential to success, then you aren't leading you're managing. You never want to find yourself on the management side. It is a direct side step to leadership and results in the decline of the organization and overall success. Leadership looks different than management for a reason, and that's because it is. So my question is, do you lead from the front? Would your team agree? Do you lead by example? Would your team agree? These are tough questions, but great reflection points. And stopping in to to check and evaluate your leadership from time to time will keep you on track to becoming a better leader and increase your ability to empower leadership within your organization. You see, leading from the front and leading by example holds you in a place and actually contributes 
to zealous leadership, which is what we are talking about today. A zealous leader is a leader who has an energetic desire to succeed, which is why they go first and why they lead by example, why they're always leading and working hard to consistently stay in leadership mode over management mode. People follow a leader that has zeal. It's contagious, and it lends really to the belief that success is inevitable. People want to be led by someone who is authentically excited about what they are doing and where they are going. The zeal of the leader serves as the fuel for the team. The zeal of the leader is what adds vibrant color to the vision. The zeal of the leader permeates into and brings purposeful energy to the team. To have zeal as a leader is to carry a strong, energetic desire for success, a thriving mindset, and a resilient nature that doesn't just create a conducive environment for people to win, but also results in a strong desire for success amongst the team. People really do desire a leader with zeal. They want to follow and be led by someone who is excited about where they are going and what they are doing, the difference they are making, and the change that they are creating. A leader with zeal has the ability to invoke action and evoke emotion. When I think about zealous leadership, Martin Luther King Jr. comes to mind. He was 100% a zealous leader. He led with energy with passion, with purpose, and a strong desire for equality. He risked his life with every speech, every public rally, every time he stood for something the vast majority didn't agree with. He was a transformational leader. He was a zealous leader who used powerful communication, his charismatic personality, and his unwavering commitment for positive change in the lives of so many people. As a result of his leadership, he was able to rally tens of thousands of people to peacefully protest. He captured the heart of America and sparked one of the biggest movements of our lifetime. He didn't just move people toward a goal. He moved people into action, into changing their beliefs, into standing up for change, into transforming the way people and the way society operated. His zealous leadership was responsible for paving a path of generational change. And only zealous leadership can do that. A zealous leader leads with genuine and authentic enthusiasm. Listen, there may be a lot of different places in life where you can fake it, but leadership is not one of them. They will know, your team will know if you're not sold out. They will know if your heart isn't in it. They will know if you are tired. They will know when you feel defeated. They will know when you have mentally and emotionally checked out. Of course, they're going to know. Why? Because everything about you and your leadership will change. And they will not only see it, but they'll feel it. You can't kind of want it. And expect others to follow. You can't half-heartedly show up and expect to inspire and empower others. You have to be in it. You have to, you have to have the most belief in what you are working toward. You have to have the most belief in your own personal ability to lead your team to success. 
When you lead with zeal, your team simply accomplishes more and the vision is carried beyond your leadership. Now, I want to take a moment and be very clear about something. Please do not take what I said and interpret it as you have to be positive all the time, enthusiastic all the time. Listen, there are going to be challenges and massive hardships in your leadership journey and in your business. And the way you lead through that is what matters most. It's not saying that we pretend everything is fine. What I am saying is that even amidst the adversity, you show up with valor and enthusiasm for the goal, for the vision, for the dream. When things get low, make sure your leadership is loud. Oftentimes, and I've experienced this myself, where I'm in a season or I'm just having an off week or sometimes it feels like an off day or sometimes it comes together as like an off month. Sometimes I'm going through something in life that, you know, is kind of interfering with how I feel and what I'm thinking. And what's interesting is that oftentimes that causes us to want to draw back, to kind of retreat not want to show up, not want to be present to completely unplug and disengage. But as the leader, you are the source of energy for the team. You are the source of power for the team. Your presence, your engagement is is really what drives everything. And it's what I'm saying to you is it's okay to take breaks. It's okay to reprioritize your time and your energy uh, as needed with different situations and things that are going on in your life. But I, I honestly believe that you can do that without completely disengaging from your from your organization. You can find the ways that you can show up. You can find the pockets in which you can deliver the most value and the most impact that may not require as much of you, but still requires you to show up. Our presence as leaders matter. And again, when things get low, whatever, if, if your business gets low, if if your personal life is low, if you're feeling low, that's when you want your leadership to be loud. Oftentimes I have people reach out and say things to me, you know, really looking for guidance. They're like, I need your help. My team isn't motivated. My leaders are struggling. Our team has stalled. No one's interested. And every time the next set of questions becomes, how can I motivate them? How do I get them moving? How do I help them? And if you've ever experienced this, I know that I have. First, it's totally normal and it happens. Second, there are ways to avoid it, lessen the downfall of it and come back from it. This is all good news, but before we can dive into the solutions, let's dive into my favorite questions to ask to help leaders see how we ended up here and what we can do to lead better in the future. And, and the reason we end up in this place is usually, I mean, let's let's talk about it. If you run an organization where, you know, all of your people are employees <laughs> and they get paid to be there, right? Like they, they're showing up for work. Um, you know, these questions still 100% apply, but it's a little bit different when you're a leader of a volunteer army. When you're leading an organization that is there on their own efforts, um, working to achieve and accomplish something because a lot of times when we talk about leading an organization where the people that you're leading are employees, it's a little bit different than when you're leading people who are entrepreneurs because, you know, we have that employee mindset, right? We show up to work, we do, 
like really well. We perform so-so. We barely perform at all. And no matter what, we still get paid. It's only a matter of time before um, you either lose your job or get fired. But when you're working with entrepreneurs, when you're leading a team of entrepreneurs, of individuals, um, it's it's a little bit different because, you know, you're working to retrain a mindset. You're working to switch people over from like that that employee side of things to that entrepreneur side of things and recognizing that effort. This is this is this is an effort economy. Being an entrepreneur is effort economy. Being an employee, uh, I don't even know what to call that anymore because it's just so volatile and not consistent and not promising, right? And so these these a lot of times what happens in organizations, whether it's an, an, an organization built of employees or an organization built amongst entrepreneurs, is that the quality of the team, what the team is producing, how the team is showing up, the culture, the climate of the team, everything has to do with the leader. And we really do set the tone and set the stage for the level of success our team is going to have. And so, you know, the things that you're going to run into, a team that's not motivated, a team that's stalling out, a, a business that's going backwards, all of those things, again, they're totally normal. You're going to experience it at one point. And it's those experiences that lead to the lessons and the learning that actually help you grow and become better as a leader. And so when I get people who come to me with these questions and, and trying to figure this out, what I most often see is they're trying to figure out what's wrong with their people instead of turning around and looking at themselves and saying, what could be better about my leadership? So let's talk about that. So the first question I ask, and I'm just going to ask this of you right now. So if you're in the car, if you're listening to this, if you're taking notes, come back to it. If you're, you know, you need to come back to it in terms of taking notes, but I really want you to be reflective of this because if you take to heart what I'm going to share with you right now, and actually do this work ahead of time, you're going to have the ability to prevent and or lessen the downfall of some of the inevitable challenges we have when it comes to being in the people economy, (laughs) right? Like lack of motivation, lack of results, all those types of things. So the first question I ask, and I'm going to ask this of you, is what is your vision? So if I have somebody who reaches out to me and says, my team isn't motivated, number one question I ask, I don't say things like, well, you can't really motivate people. They have to be motivated themselves. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to ask you, what's your vision? What is your team working to accomplish? How do you communicate that? When and where and how often is it reiterated? Would any one person on your team be able to clearly tell me what the vision is? And, you know, when I ask these questions, it's usually like that awkward silence because it's not something you've really thought about before and it's not something you've ever, ever you know, really equated to motivation and or success. But if you listen to the previous episode on vision, you'll understand all the reason why it absolutely matters. So usually when a team lacks motivation, there's no vision or it's not clear and it's definitely not communicated. A a vision rarely repeated is forgotten. And if there is no vision, there is no mission, there's nothing clear that we're working toward, then what is really fueling the team's fire. So we got to make sure we're clear on that. We got to make sure that that is established, that is communicated and is communicated often. The second question I love to ask my team, no one's interested. They're stalled. My, my next question to ask, instead of saying, well, what can you do to get them moving or blah, 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 what incentives can you drop? It's more or less along the lines of tell me about your productivity. How are you contributing to the organization? How many customers have you acquired this past month? How many new team members have you added? You see, your level of production sets the stage for success. After all, people do what they see, not what they are told. 
the leader being in the trenches with the team is the most motivating aspect of being on and in team. I always say that a it's really easy to be frustrated with what is not happening in your organization when you are not doing the things that actually contribute to building an organization. When you are in the trenches and you are doing that work and you are rolling up your sleeves and you're right alongside your team, that is where the magic happens. And you don't have the time or the energy to focus on who's not doing what if you are doing the thing. So I always know that when a person is really frustrated by what their team is not producing, by what their team is not doing, it is an immediate sign that they themselves are not in production, that they themselves are not contributing to the organization. So we're going to go to work with that and we're going to start there. Usually... Um, you know, when I ask this question, <laughs> here's what I get. Well, in the beginning, I, you know, and they start to talk about, well, in the beginning, this is what I did, and da, 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 da. And then at some point it changed. Well, when your level of activity changes, the level of team results and production changes. Just always remember that. Um, or some excuse or reason why they had to draw back and slip out of production. What most leaders fail to recognize is that leadership is action-based and your actions either add fuel to the fire or your lack of actions puts the fire out. This isn't just production-based. You start. You have to ask yourself, like, how visible is your leadership? Are you visible? Are you present? Are you engaged? This is where showing up matters and really is key. There's a false belief out there in the world, especially amongst entrepreneurs, that you can work yourself to a place where your presence is no longer needed. And I'm just going to tell you right now, that will never be the case. The greatest leaders never retreated, pulled away, or stopped showing up when the organization was winning, succeeded, or grew to levels of success beyond the original expectations. Nope. The leaders and the best leaders continue to show up. And their level of presence often dictates the presence of the team. You have to show up to go up. If you think that the end game of leadership is being able to kick up your feet, sit back, collect a check, and enjoy the show, well, you certainly were never a true leader in the first place. After all, leadership isn't about what you can get, do, or achieve. It has and will always be about what you can help others get, do, and achieve. The third question I like to ask is, Who are you mentoring? If you're really leading, you are always mentoring a small group of people with the intent to help them become better than you are, to equip them with the ability to lead in bigger ways, to offload your greatest lessons and learnings to help them become the best version of themselves. So who are you pouring into? Who are you shaping? Are you working to strengthen and develop the next level of leadership in your organization? Again, when I ask this question, I'm often met with, well, it was so-and-so and and then, or, well, it's summer, so we're just kind of taking a break, um, or I get straight up silence. You see, if you aren't mentoring individual up-and-comers to greatness, you are shortchanging the long game of your business your dream, and your vision. Your leadership should permeate all levels of the team. You are not at the top of your organization. Real leadership is you being throughout 
the organization. And if you're failing to mentor people to greatness along the way, then you're missing the whole point of what leadership is all about. You see, how you show up, it matters. How well you lead, it matters. Your level of engagement matters. Your constant and consistent presence and mentorship all matters. Now, you can't go back and fix any of what you never did well. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself grace. You're learning. We've all had to learn. Sometimes it costs us big and sometimes it's incredibly painful. But the experiences you gain from those trials, the experiences you've gained (laughs) from those trials and tribulations of leadership, guess what? They lead to some pretty delicious triumphs. All that you can do is take this information and get better, lead better. Progress, after all, is the ultimate goal. The solution? Establish a clear vision that is communicated often. Lead by example, stay in production, and always model the actions you desire for those on your team. Make sure you are keeping a strong pulse on your organization and working to develop the next generation of leaders who will continue to carry your your vision long after you. This, my friends, is zealous leadership. Zealous leadership comes from being excited and passionate about what you're doing. So let me ask you, are you passionate about what you're doing? Could you be? What would have to change? What would you need to do? Who do you need to become? What do you need to learn? How can you get better? What steps are you going to put into action right away to ensure that you're leading with zeal each and every day. I would love to hear back from you, my friends. Give this episode a shout out on the reviews and tell me what was most impactful. Drop this episode in your story. Tag a few friends who are working to improve their leadership skills and maybe even send this episode directly to those you are mentoring so they know you are learning and growing too. Thank you so much for being such an incredible part of the Brewing Success community where growth is the mission, change is the reward, and progress is the goal.